0: Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above, so remember this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And tonight, tonight I am feeling good. It's the summertime. It's uh, Philly heat going on. And I have some comments, some thoughts on interacting with the opposite sex. And in particular, in particular, uh, my thoughts on this is I heard what she didn't say and this is thoughts on dating and are you speaking to the men slash women you're seeking and so what do I mean by that Uh, we're in different times now everybody acknowledges that dating is different people Thought processes are different, and so let's really get into different characteristics of people out here today and what I meant by what she didn't say. I know a lot of guys, and I'm going to speak for guys today, not all men, but I can speak for the men that I know. When they're going out with the opposite sex, communication is big. And sometimes it's not just what you are communicating, it's what you're not communicating, right? And so if I had to go off my own experience when I went on a date, young lady told me everything about her, her healing process, how she was ready for it you know, to be married, she's looking for the one and all this and all that. And all that was great. I like hearing her self-improvement. I loved hearing, you know, how insertive um, she is about life, you know, working out, all those things. But I not once did I hear her say anything about how she could be of use in a relationship. What strong qualities do you bring to a relationship? I don't think we convey that message enough. I think it's easy to convey what our wants and needs are. But it's hard to convey exactly what value we bring to the table because we believe that who we are as a person is the main value. And I had to challenge that to a degree because everybody, well, the majority of people think they're special and think they're deserving of something special in a relationship or in life. And I'm not saying that uh, special people aren't deserving of different situations or special situations, but Normally those things don't happen by happenstance. Normally those things happen by working for them. When you hear people say that relationships are work, this is what they mean. The the work not only deals with you, you do your work before you meet someone. But then when you meet someone, there's more work that needs to be done. Because if you're a complete person and this other person's a complete person, and y'all come together, now y'all have to find out how that works for you guys. Where your hard lines lie, where your, when your soft lines lie. You can't have hard lines and everything, right? You got to be flexible. You have to be, Um. You, you definitely have to be pliable. You have to be flexible. You have to uh, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You know, um, and so as long as you're not compromising on your hardcore values, then you won't feel any kind of slight or any kind of I'm not getting what I really need out of this relationship. Because I believe that there are certain core things of each person that they need from a relationship. And I believe that you should get what you need. Um, Because that's the thing that will most likely keep you there. But if people are stepping on your needs, then you have to make a decision for yourself. And communication is so big. Communication is so big. And so... Example, I had my cousin call me and he said, he's pissed. He's like, listen, um, he, I have diabetes. I was in a hospital. I was sick for a week. You know, they had me on insulin, all this and all that. And he's like, you know, I'm overweight. I have to lose weight. I got to cut the sugar. And he's like, my girl that I live with, I love her. She's a good woman. But I think I might have to leave her. Because she's not changing with the changes that I need to have in the house. Example, he comes home one day and there's a two-liter soda sitting on the counter, and he's like, "Yo, I, you know, I can't drink this because of my health, you know." And he, you know, he he was very mad. He left out the house, you know. She don't get it. I gotta leave. And so what I was saying to him, I was like, "Listen." I feel you. I feel where you are. I said, but we are in our 40s. And what happened was you got a wake up call physically by going into the hospital, getting sick. Now you have to do different things with insulin and all that. And you're trying to get off of all that. And so your issue is more pressing. Right. And so she's also in her 40s or maybe in her 30s. And. She's been eating the same way all her life, even though she's overweight and might need to lose weight. You know, I was like, she doesn't, it doesn't resonate with her strong because she hasn't gotten sick like that, right? And so I was saying to him, like, listen, I've never advised anyone to just leave their woman or leave their man, but I can tell you a different way of handling this. And so I said, listen, you have to make her understand. When my grandfather had... Surgery on his heart Uh, certain things that we used to eat we didn't eat anymore my grandmother completely changed the diet of the whole household around my grandfather but women back then are just a little different than women are today right and so I was saying to my cousin like listen so with that being said you have to make her understand that this is not about you in your health. This is about the health of you and her. And that you guys have to work together to get this right. And you're not gonna be mad at her for falling short. Because this is you're trying to correct you're trying to correct thirty plus years and forty plus years of bad eating habits, right? Uh and so But I was explaining to him, like, it is personal to you because you got sick. So when you talk to her, it sounds like it's about you. But I was explaining to him, you have to make it about both of you. Like, we need to do this together for the betterment of both of us. And a caveat to that is, back line is, listen, if you really can't turn this corner with me over a certain period of time... I have to leave the situation so I can control my health. It doesn't mean that I won't see you anymore, that we can't be together, but I know I can't live with you because I cannot come home and have a two liter soda sitting on the counter when I, I know that's, that's temptation for me. I know I'm not strong enough to walk past that every day and not want to drink. I'm fresh into this thing. And so I need to be able to control my diet. And if I and if I can't do that with you in the same house, I need to be in another house separate and maybe we can still date and go out. But I don't want to have to come home and see the things that are going to lead me back to a path of going into the hospital and my diabetes going up. And so I was explaining to him that the way that you can the way you talk to her about this is not about your health and not about her health, but it's about the health of both of you and what both of you need to work on to make that situ- to make your situation better because you're trying to live longer because you have kids, you have this, you have that, and we just have to change. At this age, you know, your metabolism doesn't work as as, as as strong as it used to when you was 20 years old. You're not burning off that candy bar or that ice cream you just ate. You don't burn that off like you used to. And so he listened to me. We talked about it. He went back in the house. He texted me like a half an hour later. It was like, yo, cuz, I love you. You are absolutely right. We talked. She, she She's down with it. She understands. And we're working on some different options. And we're going to do better. And that's the key of a nurturing man. A nurturing man. And, and trust me. I have not gotten this without someone giving it to me. I have not gotten to this point without having men in my life that have cultured me and how to be in a how to be a man to your family and How to communicate to women? Effectively, I do not always get this right But I get it right more times than I don't and so The point is In this situation and a lot of situations you have to say This is about us because women understand the language of togetherness because that's the side that they lie on mentally. They see everything together. Us as men see things separate. We're more left-sided brain, they're more right-sided brain, right? So right side of the brain deals with seeing the room and everything in it for what it is. We see the bed, we see the dresser, we see the drawer. We see things separate. They see things together. And so what we, what as a man and a leader and a leader of your household, what you have to understand is in order to get her on your page, to get her to see the vision and incorporate her vision with yours and make it work, you have to speak the language of us, we, and our, most times. Now there's sometimes where it's like, listen, you didn't do your job or I didn't do my job, but it's always the job, the duties are for the relationship. Like whatever parameters, whatever trajectory, whatever goals you have as a couple, that's it. That's the relationship. Two people are nurturing a relationship. The problem is we can't always see the relationship as a person, right? So you don't have anything to say, ah, but you know you have the relationship. You know you have a connection. And so we have to work on that connection as men. That's our responsibility is to be clear and concise with what you want, what you feeling what you're thinking if you're hiding yourself from the person you say you love and the person you're sleeping next to then you're not leading. you're not living a just life and what i mean by just i mean just by yourself like you block so much of your own good energy by being a liar you you block so much of your good energy not being able to Connect with your woman in a way of being understood, being able to control your emotions and be able to verbalize how you feel. And if you're stuck and you don't, there has to be a man somewhere in your life at work or someone, you know, that you can express yourself to. And he take that like I did for my cousin and give that back to him in a way that he can give it to his lady and she can understand it. And this is what, as men, we need to do for one another, is be able to help one another, be able to express ourselves better for the health of our relationships. And not only our relationships with our significant others, but relationships with everybody. So again, men need to be clear and concise. That's how I roll. That's the men that I know in my life. They're very clear. Lying is like a waste of energy. And who do I, why am I lying to you? Why would I lie to you? I have no reason to lie to anybody. But I get it. There's a lot of guys out here who are liars. I, I get it. I get it. But I'm not that guy. You can look at the results of my life and see that I'm not lying. I don't have to lie. I'm very self-sustained. There's no need for me to lie. I've been working for myself since I was... Basically, 17, 18 years old. So I've been a boss. My mentality is a boss mentality. I don't have to lie about who I am. I built my life. I'm proud of that. I don't have to lie about anything. I'm not taking credit away from anyone or taking credit for myself for something I didn't do. I own my life. And no one can come in here and make me want to lie about anything about myself to make them feel better. We're not gonna do that. I did not hear her mention any man that's significant in her life. No mention of any man that is significant in her life. That is concerning to me because that tells me that she's mostly been around and raised by just women. Because anyone that has a good man in their life or a woman, they speak of them, right? And my example is this. I will always reference my grandparents. I will always reference my grandfathers and my grandmothers. They were together from teenagers to the day my grandfathers passed. 63 years of marriage and 54 years of marriage. Okay, so... This is the people that when I'm talking about man stuff, them, my, my, my good brother that passed, God rest his soul. But these are the people that I reference when I'm talking about relationships. I love talking about my grandmothers. I do. I love mentioning those strong women Those insert those assertive women, those very nurturing women, the kind of women that could raise boys not by themselves, but they raised boys. There was no getting over on grandma because grandpa wasn't having it, grandma wasn't having it either. So, these are the kind of people that raised me, and so. I'm very fortunate, very, very fortunate. And I don't mind talking about them. So when someone doesn't mention any man in their life. But again, what did not hear? I did not hear how she could be useful in a relationship What quality she brings to the relationship besides her magnificence, her magnificent self and and what man is significant to her. I didn't hear any of that. I didn't hear any of that. So this is where we are. This is where we are and we have to work. We have a lot of work to do guys. We have a lot of work to do. I think a lot of us are so busy, focused on ourselves. All right, let me get myself together. Let me get myself together. But we, we don't understand the opposite sex at all. And the, the field of relating to people has changed several times over the past five years, let alone the past 10 years. So, I understand that people are working on themselves. But while you're working on yourself, work on understanding the opposite sex, too. Because it's important. Because by the time you finish working on yourself, then you got to work on understanding the type of person you're trying to attract. And who you were trying to attract at 20 changed from the type of person you're trying to attract at 30. It's changed to the type of person you're looking to at 40. So, we have to be on our game and understand that to have fruitful relationships, it takes work. It takes work before you meet someone. It takes work when you meet someone. Because relationships long-term is about duty. It's not about this living in la-la land. I got this great dime and I'm a submissive and all this stuff. All that stuff sounds great and some people are having a 24-7 situation, but it's not the reality for most people with their jobs and kids and things of that nature. So you have to understand how to work at these relationships and how your relationship is your own. Stop looking at other people and what they're doing. Look at what you're doing. Focus on what your partner needs. Focus on being the best version of yourself in your relationship. Work on communicating clearly, even when you feel a certain kind of way. Be able to communicate that. Don't go to sleep with nothing on your shoulders. Bad energy is bad energy. And bad energy is infectious. You have bad energy, you hold it in, don't say nothing. It spills on over to your partner. They feel it in some kind of way. It comes out differently. It's just like kids, right? When kids see something or two parents split up and then the kid starts acting out in school, just doing wild, dumb stuff. Like really that makes no sense because they're kids and they feel the energy. They don't know how to express it. They don't know how to talk it out. So they act out. And it's the same for, we're we're grown kids, right? Sometimes you'll just feel a way. Like, I don't know why I feel this way. It's the energy. Remember, you're solely connected with somebody. So you're gonna feel something. And when you feel something, you're gonna, you might act out in a way that you don't know why you did this. You know why you left your keys or Why you dropped your cell phone in the water or... You know, it's all kind of goofy stuff that can go on when you're not balanced. And to have balance is to have clarity. And so we just have to do better at communication is what I'm saying. So it's what I didn't hear that had me concerned about what I see out here. When I'm talking to people in general, even as I'm talking to guys... Is what you don't hear that's concerning. At a certain point, a certain age, men get beyond the looks and the sex. And then you start hearing what this person's about. Because you're gauging. Do I even want to be around this woman? She might look good, but she might be re- her her behavior, her attitude might be repulsive. Now, I'm not saying that about this young lady I wanna deal date on. With. She's pretty cool. She's really cool. Really good girl. But, you know, people speak from a place of when they were damaged and how they've healed themselves. And I do understand that process. However, when that's all you have to say, then I don't know if you're totally healed. To be perfectly honest, I don't know if you're totally healed. So, we have to understand these things. We really do. We really have to understand these things. We have to understand what we're saying. Example, I know know it was one time I said, uh, Uh, Something like aggressive women. And somebody was like, listen, you can. um, That word seems a little like aggressive. Seems like, you know, lacks femininity. Uh, I would say a woman is insertive. So I was like, okay, great. I'm going to take that word. I'm going to just use insertive. But we all know aggressive women. But insertive is better for the woman that is a go-getter. But. Comes home and knows how to check it in. So I, I'm going to go with it, Insertive in a lot of ways. So. I also. Had said something. One time. About. Getting in a woman's mind. And. That was triggering for this one young lady. She's like well what do you mean by that? Um, that? That doesn't sound. That sounds like intrusive. And that." I was like oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know what the kind of guys you dealt with. But the kind of man that I'm talking about that needs to get in your head. Is a man that wants to. Be such in tune with you. That he knows what to do. And how to do it. Before you need it. The ability to anticipate what your needs are. To eliminate rough spots and I was asked what did I mean by that and I was like for example if you're a person dealing with migraine headaches right when you start to feel like that way and if you have the extreme kind where you, you have so bad head, you, you, you gotta lay down and all that I was like I need to know when I, I see you not yourself and you starting to feel that way I need to know what exactly to do get your meds, make you some tea, do you need a cold compress on your head? Do you need the lights low? You know, do you need a blanket? You know, how do you need to be you know, propped up in the bed? Whatever it is, I need to know those things so I can spring into action. I never want to be sitting there with my hands up like I don't know what to do. No, I know I I want to know what to do. So yes, a man, a dominant man needs to be in a woman's mind as much as his submissive needs to be in his mind because we can't function as a team if we don't know each other. See, this is what happens in sports. Teams that are together, they make it to the heights, the championship and win trophies or they make it to the playoffs, they're competitive, you know, teams that aren't together they don't make it they're bad teams they're losers they don't make the playoffs they don't win championships they don't have they don't all ride with one another and i think if you watch the nba and i'm a philadelphia Philly, i'm a philadelphia 76ers fan you can clearly see that both our stars are not on the same page they don't they don't they like each other but they're not connected And you can see it, it plays out on the court. This is the thing about sports. Sports emulates life in a lot of ways because sports is about failure and overcoming failure. But the fact that this one guy is so scared to fail, he messed the whole thing up and we lost. And he alienated himself from not only the team, his teammates, but the whole fan base. And so this is why you want to know you're submissive or you want to know you're dominant. You need to be in each other's heads so you can anticipate situations. If he's not feeling well and she's a woman about her man and is a nurturer, she wants to know exactly what she should do to take care of him better than he knows how to take care of himself and vice versa. This is what we do. This is what nurturers do. We care for people. We care for one another. We care for the people that we love. By all means necessary. People say ride or die. I say nah. Ride and fly. We going high. We going high. We going higher y'all. So this is part one of my conversation about... What I didn't hear, uh, there's a lot of good people out here. I think we all have gotten ourselves in a way with everything that we are disconnected from how to really interact with one another in a healthy way. And we need to really get back to that. And to me, the first step is being authentic, being yourself, being able to speak your truth. And part two of this, I will be discussing divine femininity and masculinity from an energy perspective. Yes, from an energy perspective, from the assertive female to the alpha female to the beta female to the alpha male to the beta male, all the above, the divine energy that flows through all of that and how we need to understand those principles, understand those things so we can connect to one another better. Because we don't live in a world where women are passive anymore or have to be subjected to it's a man's world anymore. And so we have to find a ways to coexist, make deals and live a healthier life going forward. Thank you for listening. You know how to follow me. Sir Inc. On Instagram. Sir Inc. The Experience on Facebook. Sir Inc. 09 on Twitter. You can also get me on kinkspace.net. Dirty Writing Makeup is popping out here. Women love it. Go check out the website, SirInk.com for apparel, cigars, makeup, t shirts, hats, change of coffee mugs, the whole not. Thank you. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc's The Experience podcast.